0: Census One Two Three Four invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Jane Kennedy. Good morning, Australians, new Australians, refugees, and miscellaneous. (laughs) It's another well get this with myself and Ed Cavally. Good morning, morning, and please some fake applause if you would for Jane Kennedy.
1: Good morning, Tony. Ed, how are you?
0: Good. What's going on with? uh, (laughs) <laughs> With the downstairs department there, Jane. My
1: yeah. downstairs, yes. I'm, I'm carrying a bit of a load into the studio this morning. <laughs> <laughs> For some wacky reason, um, it's been dubbed upon me to uh, have twins. Oh, give that around if you <laughs> would,
0: Mr. <laughs> Mister Bear.
1: <laughs> twins? Oh, what's going on, Tony? That's I, a I, unnecessary, isn't it? I actually have a bunch of small people at home already. <laughs> so um, it's just, you know, adding to the brood, or as it was reported in the paper last week, um, adding um, I'm actually having puppies apparently. <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> Well, it was reported it said the Kennedy kennel expands. Oh, that's that's not insulting. (laughs) And and it says that I'm having um, new puppies because it's a hilarious play on words to the working dog references. Oh, gotcha. And uh, I'm slightly disappointed I haven't been contacted by every current affairs show in the world. Oh, you will be now.
0: (laughs) You will be. (laughs) But I'm
1: having puppies. How did this,
0: because you don't chase this kind of publicity, how did it get into the paper?
1: I uh, was in Sydney having um, a board meeting, actually. I'm quite mature now in my old age Mm, and I'm on the job. George Gregan Foundation board. That
0: sounds serious.
1: It is quite serious. And um, I went out for dinner, yeah. but it was reported that I was having a celebratory lunch with girlfriends. Oh, okay. So I was gallivanting around. <laughs> it was a very late lunch, yeah, obviously. It was a late <laughs> lunch. In fact, was being quite serious for once in my life at a board uh, meeting. So um, someone must have overheard, you know, it uh, mentioned uh, or will probably seen me because I'm quite frankly the size of a house. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> it's not going to be one of those silent births.
1: Well, <laughs> It surely will not. And I'll be (laughs) screaming for the epidural. (laughs) All
0: right. Now, look, Jane, I'm trying to remember the last time I've seen or heard you on anything. You've been quite uh, reclusive for a number of years, obviously having children.
1: I've been breeding.
0: But Mm. um,
1: before that, um, yes, no, I was remembering the last time it was when we put out a movie called The Dish. Yes. uh, The year 2000. I'm quite sure it was released. Mm. And uh, it was about October. I was doing some publicity for it uh, with Tom Long, one of the actors in it. We were sent to Brisbane. That was our... Yes. Um, area to cover, to do publicity. And uh, we appeared on one of the wacky breakfast shows. What was it called? Um, look, I'll, I'll keep it under my hat oh, because of enough. what I'm about yeah. to say. Okay, um, fair enough. They, <laughs> they really gave me the pip, I have to say, these dudes <laughs> when we came in. And they really didn't want to talk about the film, that's fair enough. Right. And uh, we're sitting there going, oh, look, we'll just go to an ad break. And they gave us a piece of paper and they said, we've written this hilarious sketch oh, based yes. on Frontline. Oh. Okay. And I quickly read it and it was completely libelous, slanderous, really dark and ugly about everybody in the industry. Oh. I thought, I, I actually can't say it, <laughs> So I had to edit it on the spot as I was reading it out. And they were horrified and found it very unfunny. And, uh that was the so that was okay. six years
0: ago? Did a lot of horns go off and just went straight into <laughs> Battle of the Sexes?
1: Something like <laughs> Try that. Try and
0: cover for <laughs> that it. Was
1: a battle of the Sexes. I'm moment. sure
0: it wasn't our fine friends at the cage <laughs> in Brisbane. No, it would have been it much, was
1: not the cage in Brisbane,
0: a no. much lesser program. <laughs> you know, was. somebody who does live in Queensland and who was in, I think, the very first episode of Frontline was mm-hmm. Ugly Dave Gray.
1: Correct, yes.
0: And I, this is <laughs> do you mind if I tell this story on air about Ugly Dave? Go <laughs> ahead, because he died, didn't he, in the yes, episode?
1: That's right.
0: I think there was a very moving <laughs> shot of. of a a stretcher (laughs) being loaded into a a hearse with just a cigar.
1: That's right. It was a hand with a big (laughs) chunky ring (laughs) (laughs) and a cigar still smouldering.
0: Well, I remember Tom Gleisner (laughs) showed me a script and apparently Ugly Dave had gone... My character could come back. That's right. He Even though, though he could was be dead.
1: <laughs> and he wrote a scene
0: for Frontline.
1: Well, don't worry, McLeod's daughter's apparently gonna do that. Bring <laughs> the characters back from the dead, <laughs> oh, So it still happens. But, but I'm saying to Tom, but if he's
0: dead and it's meant to be real life, how does Ugly Dave come back? Is does his twin brother arrive? <laughs> yeah, and Tom showed me a script, a very fine script that Ugly Dave had was. Written. But it just wasn't really frontline. It was more sort of carry-on nurse. <laughs> and it was him, he wasn't dead at all, and he wakes up in hospital and immediately. Just grabs a bird's arse. <laughs> hey.
1: It truly was,
0: actually. It was a pretty wacky direction for Frontline F2. <laughs> yes,
1: episode two episodes in. We thought that was a bit of a stretch. Well,
0: <laughs> a all right. Stretch. You can do some carry on nurse work when you're uh, having oh, yeah. them twins.
1: <laughs> Look out. <laughs> okay.
0: Look, we want to get uh, some more rubbish out of you if that's all right, Jane. Thanks. I'd love to. Thanks for coming down to our level here at Get This. Triple M. Yes, the Sunny Boys here at Triple M. It's get this around the nation. Jane Kennedy is our co-host this morning. I am indeed. Uh, Anzac Day. Did you get up to anything for Anzac Day, Jane? Ed? Anybody?
1: Um, I, I didn't really, but oh. I did see um, this full-page advertisement in the newspaper. Ah, you yes. this one? What's that? Well, you know, as I said that um, I was having a, a few children and mm. um, I wanted to make it abundantly clear that I'm not doing under, under um, any sort of uh, intentions from Peter Costello or John Howard, right. you know, right. they're yeah. encouraging the nation yeah. to that. That's not the reason. No. Mm-hmm. Could be this reason, though. Yesterday, have you heard about this? Gary Johnson, he's a, um, a Sydney businessman. He's yeah. a multi-multi-millionaire, he wants mm. everyone to know. Fair enough. He took out full-page advertisements in newspapers across the country. Oh, no. It's a call to arms, and it's encouraging more Australians to have babies.
0: Right, okay. Wow.
1: And uh, he's got all those headings in this big advertisement. Um, visually, he's got a picture of a soldier from World War One calling from the Dardanelles. Right. Wow. Somehow that's linked with having a baby. Yeah, I'm right. not quite yeah. sure how yeah. that
0: works. So instead of just saying, hey, Australia, get rooting.
1: Correct. He's Correct. got... <laughs> <laughs> something in, classy like that. He's invoking the Dardanelles. <laughs> he has really thought about this, and he says... <laughs> You may be able to do something about this problem. He says we don't have our populations you know, on the decline. All right He says, "Is this you? You're a couple in a stable relationship, you've had your kids, they're no longer babies, and they're off at secondary or primary school, your job's secure and your mortgage is under control. You're in the comfort zone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, why don't you have another child?
0: Go <laughs> on. And he says Come on,
1: While you're still are, young and fertile. What else are you going to do? But you know, he says, have another child for your country." Yes. <laughs> Not for your own pleasure. <laughs> have another child for your country. And you know what he calls it? To, to do the link with Anzac Day. Mm-hmm. He says, just think, we need to get it up to the 2.1 child per female. He uh-huh. goes, can you see the link? 2.1, 2, one, two up. Why not play 2 up? So there's the Anzac Day link. He what? says, don't have your McMansion. Uh-uh. Don't have your home cinema. Nope. Have another child. Fair. You selfish nation.
0: So what, what are we doing wrong? I thought the idea was that there was way too many people in the world. And then, frankly, we've got to start culling a few.
1: No, apparently we need, he says, where are all the Ian Thorpes going to come from oh, that's if true. we don't breed more children? All right, is this one of those things
0: where the hidden subtext is more white children? Is oh, that what no. that's about?
1: You know what? I think it is because in very small print down the bottom, yeah. there's kind of a disclaimer. <laughs> it's finally the writer acknowledges that immigration is an essential part of this country's population, but that immigration should augment our population, not dominate it. Uh, so, yeah, hey, I think you There, there it is. <laughs> oh, all
0: right. Can we get a segment out? Is there a competition about this? Who can have more children by the end of the program? Let's do that. Jane, we used to uh, be on Triple M many, many years ago on the breakfast show in Melbourne. Mm. And do you remember those days? I
1: certainly do. What unusual (laughs) days they were.
0: We used to do, Ed, we used to do a a four-hour breakfast show and it was me, Tom Glyse and Sandra Chalera and we were like comedy scientists. (laughs) We did like eight sketches a day. There was like one caller a day. That's That's how that's how up ourselves we were. (laughs) And we had like I think there was like four guests in five years. That's
1: right. Very few songs were played, which we were always getting (laughs) trouble over. We were just dead
0: it was just all about comedy sketches. And then Jane came along and sort of added a human face to the (laughs) programme. I think we I was pretty horrible too, I think, wasn't I, in those no, days? Because I was just about pure comedy. <laughs> Unless it's a sketch, it shouldn't be on air. I
1: think originally I had to do community service announcements.
0: <laughs> but, you, but you were the way in lucky. for people to get into the show because yes, you are an right, actual well. person. I was a sort of nearly two-dimensional version of myself called the Fat Man, if I remember. It's bizarre radio.
1: Terribly apt. And um, But we did, I, I heard you talking to Tom Gleisner the other yeah. week about some of the more incredible competitions our station had instigated. <laughs> <laughs> and one that I do recall now that we did as the breakfast show, is we had to take 20 listeners up to the snow. Yeah, oh. we
0: did that every year, a couple of times a year, didn't we? Well, oh. one
1: year I remember we all, when we saw the bus arriving, <laughs> and it hit us that we had to get on the bus with all these people. And we were going, if we got <laughs> enough material to get to the Alps? <laughs> <laughs> We've got about 10 minutes. And they were all quite aggressive, and they're going, I can't wait for yous to perform for us tonight. Oh. <laughs> I'm going... We're not performing for them, are we? Good lord! We're going out for dinner and glasses of wine.
0: What did we do? What did we come up with?
1: Well, there's one bus trip that we went on, and there was this rather grey, pasty-looking fellow (laughs) sitting on the bus, really antsy and a bit jittery. (laughs) Of course, he was sitting next to Santo, (laughs) because Santo's the good soul that finds all these people. We find out we had to stop the bus on the way. I'm going. Why are we stopping? Outside a police station. The guy was on parole <laughs> oh, and really? he, had, he had to call into the cop shop just to check in. <laughs> in while he was enjoying
0: his fabulous <laughs> triple M prize. I
1: right. <laughs> I thought, what's, that? what's going on there? there was and, a, oh, he was away, and we had to sort of, you know, really keep an eye on him that whole trip.
0: There was antics ahoy up at the snow. I remember there was, and they would have comedians at the snow who would yes. entertain people at night time. There was a guy called Tim Scully. He used to do yes. an act called The Bucket of Death, I'm sure people remember it, where he would stand on his head with uh, his head in a bucket of water mm. for like five or six yes. minutes. And so I remember we are sitting there watching him and he gets upside down, puts his head in the bucket of water and it's like, you're going, oh, is he drowning? Is he, it's amazing. Oh, look, it's like two minutes now. It's three minutes. But by the sixth minute, when he came up, he would have been like the fifth minute of her cheering. And when he came up out of the bucket of water... On the other side of the room, a guy was standing on his head, sculling a can of beer, <laughs> and everyone had just lost interest in the bucket of death and going,
3: "Check out what Dave
1: can do." <laughs> It was that kind of mood on those oh, Saturday nights nice. under the snow, wasn't
0: it? But what I love is we obviously didn't have enough material. We had to bring the bucket of death in. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why
0: not? Um, we've got so much more to get to in this hour, which oh. I'm sure is. Already, are we at the top of the hour already, Nikki? Are we into the next program? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got some rock history to do because it's Triple M. Do you want to do that next?
1: Oh, yeah. oh, but yes. Oh, well, I'm, I'm seeing a name that's really, you know, you've, getting I've, me excited.
0: You've seen the name Gary Newman, <laughs> oh, yeah. and you were momentarily dazzled. There's <laughs> a big surprise for Gary Newman fans coming up soon.
3: <laughs> Get this. We'll be suffering the effects for a very long time, he says. For census one two three four on Triple
0: M. Everything I'm not. That's the Veronicas. Let's get this on Triple M. And Jane
1: Kennedy is our co-host today. Good morning, Tony. Everyone.
0: I'm going to shock you now, Jane. <laughs> I'm going to show you something. It's a zoo, Oh no. The zoo Weekly with Nikki Webster looking oh, disturbingly God. airbrushed, and then <laughs> urging our boys on to victory in the gulf.
1: Oh dearie
0: me. With uh, some kind of poster where she's dressed as a soldier. She, she does look there pretty
1: um tasty. Um, It's disturbing, though, isn't it? It is disturbing. But, but, you know, look, she's getting on now. She's, you know, what, 14?
0: Oh, (laughs) jaded over the hill.
1: Uh, I seriously, um, I did see this. I was as disturbed to see that as I was to see the girl with the boob job on Big Brother, Um. who was 19. But, look, I I think, obviously, Nikki's trying to go for the... Mm. She wanted to be taken more seriously, and (laughs) it didn't work, so she's gone the zoo option. (laughs) Oh, seriously. Yeah, well, where can you true. go from here? Yeah, What's
0: her job now? What does she do? I think she should do an album, a really serious <laughs> sort of album of jaded middle-aged songs <laughs> okay, called yeah. "Nikki Webster, September of My Years. <laughs>
1: oh, look.
0: When I was 17,
1: <laughs> about two weeks ago. <laughs> or Janice Joplin, <laughs> Learn the Truth. <laughs> That's you a know, good idea. Is, look, I, I just I don't want to go, Nikki. I think she's a great chick, mm-hmm. yeah. but crikey, you know, that's <laughs> not her fault. That's her advisors. Right, I just yeah. say, come on, you know, you need to do the nice spread in Women's Weekly. They don't go anyone, okay. <laughs> they're, they're pleasant to everyone. <laughs>
0: hey, you've mentioned Janice Joplin, and, you know, we've been on here, this is our fourth week doing this show oh, yes. on Triple M. And yet there's been no rock history, you know, and there should always be a bit of, we used to have rock history on our old uh, breakfast show in Melbourne. Of course, yes. (laughs) Remember we did a serial, you were in it, it was called Les Gock, Born to Rock. (laughs) Of course. And it was the story of Les Gock, the lead singer of Hush. Yes. And it was educational (laughs) and fun. It was. And so I think we need a a rock documentary segment. A rockumentary. A rockumentary segment on the show because I love rockumentaries. So do I. I love hearing voices of people who you've never heard you speak before you know lesser name Loomeries from Loomeries. Yes, that,
1: is that would a word be. and Lumenries as well. That's a
0: factory that makes looms. <laughs> Sorry, it's very early. Um, so you know, let's let's have a bit of it now. Let's go behind the rock.
2: <laughs> oh hello, this is Gary Newman here uh, from uh, me Army. That was us. You might remember the couple of little tunes. They were the French Electric. That was quite a big hit for
3: us. This week on Behind The Rock, synth rock pioneer Gary Newman recalls his dizzying rise and fall from our friends electric to we are glass.
2: So we did uh, cars and we're getting about in cars. Is that us getting about in cars? That were very popular. We did Down It Park, uh, a lot of synthesizers and you know, Bloody dry ice, all that carry on. Bloody perspex pyramids. I was, you know, recalling in horror from them. I don't know what that was bloody about. Anyway, er, what else did we do? Oh, God. What were the other ones? Oh, yeah, oh, God, how could I forget? We had glass and we were misguided. You know, it was a bit of a a to-do over that. People saying, you know cars you know getting about in cars that's fine we accept that you know we might even you know let you off with a warning on your bloody friends being electric (laughs) but maybe you know (laughs) we're clearly not glass you're backing up rug tree you know leave it it's not going to happen we never were glass we're not going to be glass so you know we're sent off paddock Behind The
3: Rock with Gary Newman. Well, you know,
2: I don't know. You know, sometimes I wonder, you know, I wear class. I mean, you know, maybe I was onto something. But no, you know, we're not class.
3: I've come to accept that now. And Phil Oakey of the Human League reveals when he knew the pirate shirt party was over. You know, it's pretty f***ing simple, isn't it? Do you know
2: what, mate? You're working at a f-ing cocktail bar when I found you. Do you not want me? That's all it is. Love action. Diddly, 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 diddly. Love action. It's f***ing easy. Anyone can follow it, right? Get around town to what? Sounded a bloody crowd, innit? So what, you know, what's with the f***ing Lebanon? Not dancing in a f***ing disco, you know, a bit of love action. And then, oh, hang on. What, what do you think about what's uh, going on over in the Lebanon? You're not doing that.
3: What would you do that for? So, you know, it was played down here from there, wasn't it? The greatest voices of the new romantic period tell it like it was and then suddenly wasn't in Since You've Been Gone. This week on Behind The Rock.
0: That's Van Halen Jump here at Triple M. Let's get this. And please stop calling Les Gok fans. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> Les was the guitarist. Of not
1: course he was. I did know that and I must have been <sighs> distracted and didn't pick it up time. Jeez. And uh, in fact, Les Gok was on one of those Australia's brainiest. Oh, was he? No. Yeah, no. recently. He's looking
0: really good. Yeah, he's always looked pretty good. Quite Les dashing, Gok. yes. Yeah. And he does a lot of ad jingles, I think.
1: Yes, he does. Very mm. successful. What were the hush
0: songs? I'm trying to remember. Glad all over. Yes. them?
1: Funny Maroney, that
0: was the big one. Yeah, I have no idea who Les Gocke is on Ed my is face just, at this point. <laughs> just glazing over. You're
1: but a child, Ed. It, but was, but in a the,
0: child. it was in the pre-Ace of Bass era. Oh, ah, yeah, that's that's when yeah. I became conscious. It was
1: Cush, cautious. Hush, you
0: know, it was yeah. you know, all that era. <laughs> it was <laughs> really? a crazy time. <laughs> uh, do we want to hear a certain sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> Talkback Mountain is a segment. Have you been seeing any good stuff on the telly? You two?
1: Um, I I am obsessed with a lot of television. I've been wa- watching a lot and yes. I think it's all I seem to do these days. Yeah. Um, I'm mad on Oprah.
2: Right.
1: And and look I know she's on every day and she's nothing new, but she's a bit sad at the moment. Do you What's know why? why? She's piled on twenty two kilos. Oh. Right. And I'm I'm a little mystified as how she did this because she claims it's ever since she came back from visiting children in Africa. (laughs) So I was confused as to maybe she possibly ate one and that's why she put 22 kilos on. And, and she now says when anybody comes on, you know, someone might be an alcoholic or someone has a drug addiction or something, she goes, uh-huh, I understand addiction. I have an eating addiction. Yeah. That's what she calls it now, to she, sort of relinquish her all responsibility yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she
0: had, herself. She had a Subway sandwich in her hand when she was in Africa.
1: <laughs> well, so what's, what's the problem here? Well, to confused how Someone can put on weight after they go to Africa. <laughs> but don't people like
0: her when she's putting on weight? Isn't that yeah. true? They do. They, do yeah. they she do. gets thinner, the ratings go down.
1: I, I think that might be it, and she's also... Stopped, you know. She used to come out and high five everyone, and oh. when she's in her skinny clothes, and now it just cuts straight to her on the couch, uh, <laughs> like,
0: like Jake and the Fat Man.
1: <laughs> it is a bit. She's not moving anywhere. Get
3: wheeled in she's, on the couch, and she's yeah.
1: taken herself off the cover of her magazine too. Oh, she really? was on every single cover yes. of Oprah yeah. magazine. She's now calling on her celebrity girlfriends to um, take her spot. So that's that's the Oprah up update that I've been yeah, watching. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, what about, uh, are you watching Big Brother?
1: Of course, yes.
0: Because as we know, uh, this is the year of more intelligent housemates. <laughs> what
3: really annoys me is if Dad
1: forgets the chicken on Fridays. <laughs>
0: And, you know, what have you noticed? Any observations so far? Is it too early to tell?
1: Well, the main observation was that they are all absolutely spunk, drop-dead gorgeous. Mm. They're all about six foot tall and they're really good to look at. So I think that was a good move on big Brother's behalf.
0: But a lot of them are, you know, fake. Fake. Fake fake norgs.
1: Fake norgs are plenty. (laughs) (laughs) Mother-daughter fake norgs. That's right. There's
0: a big article in the paper today Mm. and, you know, whether this is a good thing, whether kids, you know, people under 20 apparently shouldn't really have breast implants, according to health experts. Yes. Listen, (laughs) to at the end of the article, this is something I didn't know, an Adelaide conference on national cosmetic surgery today is set to hear that women in their 20s have had half priced breast implants. Really? The deal is that patients get the usual eight to 12 grand price tag halved as their surgery is done in front of an audience of medical professionals no. in live surgery workshops at the Norwood Day <laughs> Surgery. So in other words, uh, <laughs> half price off if we can watch.
1: Who <laughs> wants to see a bit of a show? Oh, You're man. kidding. So that's, you know... Well, look, I, I don't see that there's a major problem, you know. Look, this girl was 19, she wanted big boobs and Uh. so did her mum so off they went. (laughs) I'm planning you know, perhaps more I'll steer games for my daughter and I to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Perhaps go to the movies or something like that. <laughs> that
0: won't catch on. <laughs> no. That's not going nice. to work. No. Um,
1: um, but, you know, let's,
0: here's what we want to talk about today talk Talkback Mountain is good telly. Give mm. us some examples mm. of good telly. Not necessarily shows, just bits of shows, things you've seen yeah. on telly. Highlights. We've gone, that was a great bit of telly. Yep. Yep. There was a great bit of telly last year on 24 when, uh, who's the one on the computer, Chloe, mm. had to do an action scene. And had to, she was locked in a car and couldn't get a machine gun to work. Yeah. And it was just, it was the greatest action scene <laughs> I've ever seen on a TV show. Something like that. Excellent. Okay. Just a moment. Here's something that we've been bagging Channel Ten because of Big Brother. But I saw something great on Channel Ten. The World Poker Tour is back on right. on Sunday oh, yeah thank God, they ran the Gary Busey episode. Oh. Have you was seen he the calm? Was he calm, was oh, he? Calm and reserved, he's was he? insane. <laughs> he's insane. His teeth are insane. Yeah. He looks
1: <laughs> insane under normal circumstances, so when he's tense in a poker game, I can only
0: imagine. He's obviously still not wearing a bike helmet. But he's gone in hard, and they've done that thing where, you know, they go to the uh, bit where the, the, the celebrity talks about their strategy. Yeah. And I find if they, the first celebrity they go to, obviously that's who's going to go out first. Because right. oh. if you think about yeah, it, right. Yes, yeah. See what I mean? Right. So they've um, gone to Gary Busey and he's, well, of course, it's all about acting. You've got to be a great actor yeah. to play poker. And I mean, I don't know about some of these guys. <laughs> you're, you're, I don't know. There's some amateurs in the pool here. <laughs> and so they've gone to the first round of poker and they've got someone, I can't remember who it was, some actress who's probably never played poker in her life. And she's <laughs> and so that someone has gone, uh, right, I'm going to put this down on the table. This woman's gone, just with no idea what she's doing, she's gone, I'll go all in. And Gary Busey has gone, I'm going all in two. <laughs> and he's got two deuces. And he's got in with deuces. two deuces, out of the game. <laughs> six out of six. Left the table. He's folded them. Would not say a word to Shana Hyatt. <laughs> would not stick around for the wave at the end. Was really pissed off. Did not drink the, uh, the beer of champions at all the end. Right. Did not stand next to Mike Sexton all for, right. may all your pots be monsters. Yeah. And just stormed off. Gary Busey, no. mad. Can't so do I'm that. saying that if you get two deuces, if that's your hand yes. yep. in Texas Hold'em, that should be known as the Busey hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing a Busey, the Busey Deucey. I think we could
1: take that up. What an idiot!
0: Yeah, But that was just a great moment of TV. I'm just trying to think. Any any other great moments? Um,
1: Yes, I actually um, came across a program called, and I was so delighted when I saw it on Foxtel, Pushy Parents. Pushy Parents. Yeah, and it was a a doco on these two pasty British women who thought their daughters were going to be massive international superstars. And one wanted her daughter to be the next Charlotte Church, which is not necessarily a good thing. (laughs) Charlotte Church, as you know, that was a 12-year-old innocent soprano uh. and is now one of these chicks you probably see in ralph magazine pouring out of a car oh, no. you know with her she's, pant, underpants yeah, showing
0: go on the nicky webster she route she
1: has she's gone a little off and uh, she had her daughter she she had five children and she said in front of all the other children well it's very clear that my daughter Jessica is gifted Um, she's well above all my other children they're not gifted and my daughter's special Jessica's special and the other children just have to accept that and they're all nodding in agreement with this mother (laughs) and so is the daughter Jessica she's going yes well I am I'm very lucky because I get all the special treatment And they took this child out for, you know, she has singing, dancing, tap dancing, all the lessons and everything. And the one that got me was she said, come on, children, get in the car. We're going to Jessica's temple tapping class. (laughs) And that is where the child lay on a bed and some ooga-booga woman (laughs) tapped her temples. As she called this mantra, I will be a successful stage and screen star. And the child was 12. I I thought, well, look, if I can't get tips from that of how <laughs> to completely corrupt my children, <laughs> which I've started to do, teaching them, you know, ridiculous songs to perform for people.
0: And But did the Uga Booga technique work?
1: And no, it didn't because clearly, you know, look, it was very sad. This child tried to sing that, you know, that sort of A or words like that in those songs they have. And uh, oh no, it was terribly tragic. But Obviously. that was a bit of a favourite of mine. Right,
0: didn't tap the head hard enough. No, <laughs> it's <definitely> not. <laughs>
1: Temple tapping. There's something we need to get into.
0: Should we go have a chat? Should we have a chat to people? Yeah. All right. All right. Give us a call. 13353 Talkback Mountain. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no time for no.
3: electrocution. Oh, we'll do <laughs> that later. What is it? What did I win? The census one two three four on triple M. Hi. So.
0: Oh look, it's Triple M. Let's get this, that's Jimmy Barnes and Tim Rogers. There's a bar tab. Out of time.
1: <laughs> uh, it's
0: Talkback Mountain. Let's have the sound. <laughs> Haven't sound effects come along since our day on breakfast? Miles, can't? miles. <laughs> Jane. <That's>
1: astounding. <laughs> Jane
0: Kennedy is with us, uh, and she's got uh, two tiny children inside her. That's, um, apparently... I did not
1: eat them. <laughs> <laughs> I promise.
0: <laughs> and she's helping us rake through examples of good telly. We want to hear some good telly. Have we yeah. got Rob on the line? You there, Rob? Are you with us? Did Rob call back?
3: Yes, I'm, I'm here. Oh, Hi, good Rob. on you, Rob. What did you have for us? i got one of your favourites. Uh, yesterday, I'm, I'm accidentally, I don't know how, but I accidentally saw Kerry ann Kennelly on television. Don't
1: apologise, Rob. Come on.
3: <laughs> You'll recover. Uh, she, was, she was talking to a, a, a colonel or someone from the, the army and uh, she wished him a happy Anzac Day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. And, and what was his reaction? Uh, he was just... Uh, I think he he was a bit uh, diplomatic about it all. <laughs>
0: he didn't put on a party hat and just fire <laughs> off some whistles.
3: No, no, no. He didn't pull out any bugles or anything. Oh, bugles with streamers.
1: God bless her. She's always got the positive angle on everything, hasn't <laughs> oh, she? Even, you know, the devastation of war. <laughs> it's,
0: a, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? <laughs> and uh, you watching, so you don't watch it every day then, Rob?
3: No, no, mm. not at all.
1: Come on, Rob. Come on, Rob. Uh, I work for a living, guys.
0: i got to do something. <laughs> you love a bit of Carrie well, this How's David Rain going on the other channel?
1: Um, I think um, David and Kim, well, look, it's it's actually mm. quite riveting viewing, I have to say. You've just got to watch. You've got to watch David during a cooking segment. Oh, really? He couldn't be more bored if he tried.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Does he look as bored as when he was in Shark's Paradise?
1: Oh, darling. There's a
0: forgotten telly movie wow. from the 1980s.
1: Wow. It was an
0: attempt to turn David Rain into Australia's Don Johnson.
1: Good heavens, yeah. that's a, it's, it certainly wasn't his brother because yes. of course, you know, his brother did a lot of acting. It yeah. was David's turn.
0: Was, was he eaten by a crocodile? Uh, James,
1: guess. I think, was um, in the crocodile one, yeah. 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 That's, <laughs> they
0: should introduce a crocodile into the big brother house. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to see that be the big job. <laughs> 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 all right, thank you, Rob. I think we've got Sid uh, from Sydney on the line. Sid, how are you going? Hey, Not too bad yourself? Not bad. What have you seen on the telly? Well, I was getting into the old Survivor, yeah. and uh, after 15 weeks, there's a guy on there that's uh, trying to give up the cigarette, Right, and uh, <laughs> he's won his little uh, little tournament thing that they got going on, and he's got him a party out of one of the islands, and uh, the locals they had a cigarette. Right. So this guy is just beyond himself. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> he doesn't know if he's meant to have one or not. But finally, he gets it. You start sucking on it, and you can see half his head just being sucked into it. It's just unbelievable. It's just brilliant viewing. Brilliant viewing. Brilliant viewing. Wow. What did you see on tele last night? I saw a bloke having a fag. Wow. Tape
1: it. (laughs) But I'm impressed that that was a highlight.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was a highlight because you know we can't advertise tobacco and all those things on TV. And just uh, just uh, have one guy there, just going that. No, that just,
1: just great. doesn't seem fair. Thank <laughs>
0: goodness <laughs> they're getting a plug. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, that's uh, that's that's. A, can we go better than that? Yeah. What are, hey, Subby. I don't know, Subby. Are you there? How are you? Hey, Subby. That's not Subby from Tom and Subby, is it? It is. How are you going, guys? Oh, oh, hey, Subby.
3: What's up? Oh, you know, cruising along. Yes, yeah, we. Thinking of great TV moments. Listen to this one. It's this gold. A couple of Ashes series ago. Yeah. And uh, they had li- Ian Chappell doing a live cross. Mm, right. And uh, it came back to him, and it was clear <laughs> that he didn't know he was on the telly.
1: Oh, dear. Right.
3: And you know Ian Chappell. has got a great record for these sort of things. So <laughs> it was a delicious moment, because you're just watching it, <laughs> just waiting for him to start swearing. And he's on there for about to just playing with his earpiece. And as if on cue, sure enough, I can't hear an think. <laughs> oh, thing. Yes. Beautiful. I
0: think, it was about 12 years there where I think Ian Chapel didn't know he was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Pretty
3: well, well every time he knew he was going to ask up, it was great.
0: Welcome back to this electrifying <laughs> game. <Stop> it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very soothing voice, I found. Oh,
1: there's nothing better, though, is there, when you just catch someone who's... They, they don't know they're on air and you're just waiting, waiting for that moment. Yeah, Nothing better. AM, nearly
0: nearly happened on this show last week with Dylan Moran. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> several times. But luckily a coughing fit obscured Absolutely. the obscenities. Have <laughs> you got anything you'd like to plug, Subby, while you're there?
3: Uh, well, not that it involves other radio stations, so it probably shouldn't really. Okay. leave there. All right. You know, good work, guys. Anyway, I'm, I'm a uh, long-time caller, first-time listener, so well <laughs> done to <laughs> you all. Cheers. Thanks, Thank Zabby.
0: you, Subby. You, mate. Thanks for having me on your show a few <laughs> <laughs> weeks back. Ah, we've got James. James. James, are you there? Ah, yes, yes. Uh Got an example of good telly?
3: Oh, it was it was absolutely ball tearing. It was um, Super Nanny UK. She gave the kid like a jar full of little plastic sort of bouncy balls. Yeah. And and the punishment when the kid was naughty is she threatened to take away one of its balls. So for the rest of the night, <laughs> nanny was just saying that threatened to take away one of its balls. Look, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to take away one of your balls. It was absolutely hilarious.
1: <laughs> and she would too. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> She'd go straight for him.
1: That's why she's my mentor, James. <laughs> I live by her rules. You take down notes. This is
0: what have you picked oh, up do. from the super nanny?
1: Oh, you know, when she shoves them in a corner somewhere <laughs> and says, stay there on your naughty mat. That's That really, my children needed therapy after that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need a naughty mat in here.
1: <laughs> naughty mats are excellent. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, thanks to everyone who called in with an example. Uh, there are no prizes. So I'd, I'd love to be able to send an autograph picture of Gary Busey to everyone. i <laughs> will see if we can get that happening. Nicky, this will be a test for you. Four autograph photographs of Gary Busey. <laughs> All right. Let's see if we can come up with that by the end of the show. Thanks to everyone who called in. But it's not over yet. <laughs> Ship of fools. World party here as we wind up. Get this. <laughs> For a, a, is it Wednesday? Yep. Uh, I've yes, been it thrown is. by Anzac Day. Jane Kennedy has sat in for the entire hour. I should mention that Frontline, the second and third series, out on DVD now. Mm.
1: Apparently, yes. Mm. Apparently, someone said I saw your head on a bus the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I said that's impossible. What's going? On? Oh no, I think it was advertising Frontline ah. or something. I thought. That's the most money we've ever had spent on us in our entire lives <laughs> wow. of publicity. So bus promotions. Yes, yeah, so a bus promotion.
0: It's funny to watch Frontline now because Frontline was made in the days when uh, Current Affair and uh, Today Tonight, although I think it was called Real Life of those days, mm. Um, mm. actually pretended to be Current Affair shows. <laughs> they just don't even bother now, do they? No. Okay.
1: There is no shame now, really. In startling also. news, <laughs> you might be able to lose some weight. Yes. Although I've got to say, somehow I'm hooked. (laughs) Yeah, oh, absolutely. (laughs) I'm up for it. I'm up for a good uh, transformation, a big, good, fat story. I am as well.
0: (laughs) We love the Today Tonight reenactments. Oh, yes. Excellent. It's, it's just as soon as there's <laughs> a workplace bullying story on today, tonight, you just go, get all the staff together.
1: <laughs> Let's have some fun. That would be fun, mm. I have to say.
0: I should just mention the website that uh, people have been requesting various skits and spoofs from this program. Uh, if they've got music under them, we're not allowed to put them on the internet. Yeah. That's the process. I so like if there's Gary Newman under it, we can't yeah. put it on the internet. Mm-hmm. But the, some of the ones that we can are now up. On the Get This uh, website, mm-hmm. and Jane, thanks for coming in. We that's have a pleasure. We just I didn't get to all the you know new weekly stories. Oh,
1: that's all right. Look, you know, um, I'll keep ringing in with any um any other great uh. juicy Brangelina <laughs> stories I have. And
0: I got one here. Listen to this. Mission Impossible stuntman Stephen Scott Wheatley is suing the makers of the film for burns he suffered during a botched explosion, which he claims left him unable to perform sexually with his wife. Hey, now he really will be able to double for Tom Cruise. I'm getting out on that.
1: I'm getting out on
0: that. I'm quite happy with
1: that. Thank God you're here 7.30 tonight. Yes. I better give it a plug. There you go.
0: And good luck with um, those children you're having. No worries. With your puppies, as they're called (laughs) in the paper.
1: Yes, they'll hopefully wean themselves. <laughs>
0: Good on you, Jane. Thanks for coming in. Pleasure and, time. Uh, see you, Ed. Oh, thanks.
1: See
0: thanks for everyone who called in. And I think our phrase of the day comes courtesy of kiri Ann Kennelly. Have a happy Anzac <laughs> Day. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Bob Franklin. Come on. And it's all thanks to Census 1234.